All right, time for another exciting episode of East Texas Eradicators. I'll be with you today, Jack Swanson, and I'll be alone. I don't have any sidekick, no partner, no partner in crime, nobody to do this thing with me right now. Everybody's indisposed, so looks like I'm uh, flying solo, so it's been a while. Things have been crazy. 2020's been a nightmare. Everybody knows. I don't have to go into that. I definitely don't want to go into politics or any of that kind of stuff because I don't think this podcast would be long enough for everything I have to say, so I'll just leave it at that. I'm kind of doing today's episode as a reboot, a little bit of an explanation as to why it's been a few months since I've done anything. Um, just kind of getting this thing rolling. It's in its infancy. It's a idea I had last year and wanted to do this mainly for hunting and, you know, bouncing ideas off each other and other people that have similar interests. And uh, I think I have uh, an intro episode and then episodes one and two, so we didn't get very far with it. I uh, really wanted my buddy Booger to, to do this thing with me, man, but he stays tied up all the time. I can't get him nailed down, and he's a busy man, so I figure I'll just have to go on and do what I can do and uh, get him in here whenever I can. And in the meantime, I you know have to get something out there if I really want to make this thing take off. So that's the plan, and that's what we're going to do here for now at least. You know, the coronavirus has got things kind of crazy, but uh, I think the best thing you can do in a time like this is Go out to the woods or get on the water. Take your kids out there. Get them out of the house. I need to practice a little more what I preach because my son, he likes those video games. So I've been trying to to get him to go out and do a little fishing. Uh, But I need to to work on myself. I need to work on my own patience because I take him out fishing and the first thing he does is, you know, wrap a crankbait in a tree limb. And it's like, man, you know, why did you do that? And then he'll start feeling bad, feels guilty, he's ready to go home, and we don't catch one fish and we're already back at the house. So that's a patience issue on my part that I really need to work on, but um, it's a worthy investment for sure, and if you ain't got nothing better to do than to go out and hunting and fishing, then I think that's what we ought to be doing. So nothing else that's a good excuse to get out to the woods. If you can find lures, if you can find fishing poles, if you can find all this stuff, because uh, right now would be the time to be in an outdoor industry because those, those shelves are bare. There's not a whole lot of stuff out there to buy for fishing and hunting because that's what everybody's doing. So it's not like I'm uh, I'm bringing some kind of new information to the table. I've been doing a lot of fishing. I haven't haven't really seriously fished in a couple years probably, but uh, my good buddy Corey Snyder uh, invited me to fish along with him as a partner for a uh, little bass tournament. So um, we did that, and we did another one, and we came in second place both times which ain't bad out of three boats. <laughs> so it's a, it's just a small little thing. We kind of started among friends, and it's something that we want to carry on. We're probably going to do another one, I think August 1st was the date. So we're going to try to uh, try to twist this thing out to be an East Texas Eradicators Bass Tournament. So if anybody's interested in joining us, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I see it growing. I see a few more boats getting involved, a few more people wanting to fish. So we're trying to build it, turn it into something good. It's $100 a boat, and winter takes all, so it'd be the biggest bag out of five is what we've been doing. So we may look at some other ways to, to pump that thing up or change a few things around, make it a little more appealing, a little more fun for everyone. But for now, that's what it is, and that's what we uh, that's what we plan on doing. So in the meantime, I've got myself a boat, a 19-foot center console that needs a lot of work, so I've been working on that a lot. 
no boat mechanic by any means. Um, but I wired a bunch of lights up on it. That's one thing I can do. So kind of been working the bugs out of that and hoping to take it out on uh, next weekend, watch some fireworks from Lake Conroe. So that's the plan there. I haven't really been doing a lot of hog hunting. I need to get out to the woods, man, but golly, it's hot out there. I haven't really been doing much. My brother's been out there, sent me uh, some pretty good pictures of a few deer, maybe a maybe a nice little buck that's been hanging out at one of my stands. There's a little bit of stuff going on out there, and I know the I know the uh, fawns have probably all dropped by now. I would imagine it's early, about to be early July, so they should be all on the ground, and the uh, bucks ought to be growing their headgear. So uh, it's definitely time to get those cameras out, get those batteries freshened up, and get them in the woods. Let's see what we're working with for this next upcoming deer season. You know, it's that time. So it's that time of year. I, I have a lot of work I need to do on my all my hunting areas. Really, I have a roof blowed off one of my deer stands and. You know, the longer you wait, you know, the more detrimental it'll be to be out there in the woods hammering and banging. So that's something I need to need to get taken care of pretty quick here. Um, I was actually thinking about, and it sounds crazy, and everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I have a deer stand that's sitting on the ground, and it's about eight foot by six foot. So it's a big deer stand. Um, one of the one of the leases I hunt on doesn't have anywhere I can pull my camper to without dragging the axles out from under it. So I'm actually considering taking that big deer stand which makes it convenient because the roof is actually blown off of it and uh, putting a floor on it and then building a a deer stand on top of it making myself a two-story little bungalow there so I can I can uh, finish out the bottom of it to be a little camp house and then crawl up stairs and hunt so uh, it sounds crazy you know I'm a redneck so I don't know I may give it a try if I do I'll definitely post some pictures on the Facebook page and show y'all just how redneck I really am I don't see why it wouldn't work though as long as there's no rules against you know actually sleeping where you're hunting of course I won't be hunting at night other than hogs so I don't see a problem with it something I uh, realized this year that a lot of you probably already have too is that there's no outdoor annual in print You, you know used to be able to get an outdoor annual when you got your hunting or fishing license they would have them stacked up there at academy or wherever well, this year they're not printing them anymore. No more outdoor annuals by print. The uh, the only way you can get it is by app. So um, I actually have the app. It's actually pretty user-friendly. It's uh, It seems like a really good app. It's just going to be weird not to have that little book in my, my hunting bag anymore. So that's something that uh, will definitely take some adjustment and getting used to. So everything's changing, man. Everything is uh, Everything's going crazy. So I guess it's... Uh, Maybe some of it's for the better, and definitely from what I can see on the news and everywhere else, some of it's not for the best, but that's a different conversation. But like I said, I've been doing quite a bit of bass fishing this year. Um, I want to incorporate a little more fishing into this podcast because we have some of the best bass fishing lakes in the world right here in East Texas, so I don't see any reason why we can't eradicate some bass and catfish and things like that. So I'm going to sprinkle in a little more fishing here. I may even change the logo a little bit and uh, see if I can make it a little more well-rounded and not just about hunting maybe throw some fishing in there too because what better to do when you can't hunt than to go fishing anyways man it's re- it's gonna be really hard for me to to keep this thing going or to get it going by myself um, you know to make it a lot better if I can get Booger or somebody in here to uh, to work this thing out with me uh, I'll be on the lookout for anybody who wants to sit down and chat about the outdoors and and uh get this thing rolling or keep it rolling or make it start rolling or whatever it might be 
Um, I plan on trying to do a little more steady schedule here, um, maybe once every two weeks, maybe twice a month or whatever. Try to keep this thing going and get some better content out there and have it a little more, uh, a little more on the regular than you know going three or four months with nothing. And um, I'll be working the Facebook page too, man. I have a lot of fishing pictures and a lot of uh, a lot of pictures from the woods. I need to get posted up there for everybody to check out. I don't have a uh, a lot of people on the Facebook page yet, but I'm uh, hoping to build it and pump that thing up and see what we can do. I I just think it's a good idea for for people like us to to communicate and uh, share our experiences. I think it'll make us better better hunters. And, you know, if for nothing else, the camaraderie of it, and uh, you know, you know, somebody's got your back. So uh, I'm gonna wrap it up right there, man. I just wanted to touch base with you guys and let y'all know what was going on. And, uh, I'm gonna have some more stuff headed your way soon. I'll be looking for somebody to sit down in here with me and uh, get things rolling. So till then, we'll see y'all in the woods. <laughs>